0: You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time.
1: Well, they were so popular last time, I just had to have them back. They're my dynamic duo friends, I've labeled them Danielle and Taylor. Last time, they were here talking on behalf of the wedding shop, and this time, they're pivoting, as they say in the business world, to talk about uh, their work with Kennedy Blue and bridesmaids' dresses made chillers, as we like to call them on the Bride Chiller podcast. Welcome back, ladies.
0: Hi, welcome.
1: Thank you. Oh my gosh, it's so great to have you back. Honestly, I got such lovely feedback from our last episode, which was episode 268, I do believe, which was all wow. about finding, I know, I'm an old dame of the podcasting world. <laughs> <laughs> we talked all about finding a wedding dress, which ironically, I after all those episodes, I hadn't ever done a whole episode talking about wedding dresses, and people wrote saying more, 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 please, let's talk about dresses, so... <laughs> that's what we're doing today. (laughs) Awesome. We love dresses, so we're
0: happy to talk about them. (laughs) Well, and that's the beautiful
1: thing, because look, if you haven't heard that episode, people go back and listen. It's fabulous. But it was great because you've both worked, uh, as I I kept saying, jokingly, on the floor uh, of, uh, of the store. And so you have met hundreds if not thousands of brides and their bridal parties and you've seen and uh were heard lots of things and I think it was really insightful and I know we're going to talk more about that today because I'm sure we cannot escape more floor talk because I'm obsessed
0: (laughs) probably not we have seen heard and done it all so we have
2: the experience to talk about for sure a
0: wealth of knowledge if you will Mm -hmm.
2: Oh boy. And look I mean look we are,
1: I'm morbidly fascinated with the world of bridesmaids maids of honor maid chillers and I've done quite a few episodes over over my podcasting life talking about about bridesmaids and sometimes the delicate art of dress shopping, of trying to keep everyone happy, but then obviously not everyone's happy, but they pretend to be happy, but they're just (laughs) trying to get along, but they want to kill each other. And then there's all the various sort of, I've known her for longer, so my choice is more important. It can get really complicated. And I'm sure you've witnessed these very uh, intricate relationships that happen. So
0: where do we start? Let's talk about Kennedy Blue. Kennedy Blue essentially um, was started by the owners of The Wedding Shop. So we talked a lot about The Wedding Shop in our last podcast. Okay. Um, and essentially they saw a need for bridesmaids' dresses that were a little bit more on trend, not so cliche, bridesmaid looking, something that girls could actually wear again possibly. And please. Oh, please. Yeah, and we're just, in general, more affordable, so.
2: Yeah, and um, the the biggest advantage that Kennedy Blue has is the owners who are in the store day in and day out mm-hmm. hearing brides and bridesmaids come in asking for, well, do you have a dress with straps like this or ones that fit in this way? Um, they get to hear it you know, in real time, what people are asking for, where the gaps are, Mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of meet those needs with this designer line. Um, so we just created this brand, um, of bridesmaid dresses to kind of fill that gap and make an affordable version of, um, of these nicer. Styles that people have been asking for, and try to like be more on trend, like Danielle said, and ahead of the trend even.
0: Yeah. So we essentially call or refer to Kennedy Blue as a brand that's made by you, by the bridesmaids. It's what we find that our customers are really asking for. So that's really Kennedy Blue's biggest philosophy, and just creating looks that everyone can wear, any size range. Um, we, we literally have a style for just about every girl. So. Look, there's so much to say about clothing and
1: dresses and fitting people in them, especially when, uh, you know, we have, as you said, bridesmaids in all shapes, sizes, styles and uh, they have different wants and needs when it comes to what they feel comfortable in what they feel sexy and attractive in it's a really hard decision uh, from from a bride's point of view I suppose whether they are going to leave it open to their bridesmaids to choose a dress or whether they're going to dress everyone the same or they want to do uh, you know the same color but different styles I think there's a lot of pressure on Um, people these days to come up with these this this choice of what they're going to to go with but also it's really sensitive because we go back to body shapes and I think this is a really big thing in the industry that we don't talk about very much is that there's a lot of pressure on people to feel uh, or look a certain way when uh, you know wearing a strapless gown is just not everyone's bag and I think sometimes it can be quite a sensitive subject and some people can be quite
0: insensitive about it Do, do you see that sometimes? Absolutely. And I think the majority of Kennedy blue brides, they actually go the mix and match route just for that reason. Um, A lot of girls don't all look good in the same style. Mm -hmm. Um, We all have such different shapes and figures and... Um, I think our brides are starting to really realize that, and they want their bridesmaids to be just as comfortable and feel just as beautiful as they do on the wedding day because they're going to be in hundreds of pictures and if they're going to be in their dress for 12 hours, just like the bride will be. So I think brides are becoming more understanding of that, and um, Kennedy Blue really emphasizes on that whole mix and match look. So if you look at the collection, a lot of it is the same silhouette. We kind of do that a-line skirt um but we have tons of different neckline options that cater to everyone's likes if you want something a little more modest and comfortable you can go the more strappy option if you want the more chic and strapless you can go that route if you want something more boho we have things for that so there's literally styles for every girl um and to fit every girl's comfort level which is great
2: yeah, and you're kind of seeing that a lot just in weddings in general, you know, people moving, considering, you know, all bridesmaids in the same dress, more of a traditional style mm-hmm. and moving away from that quote traditional and saying, okay, here's the color um, or a range of colors, just pick what you feel good in. And, and that's just becoming more popular, which is good to see because if your bridesmaids are more um, uncomfortable, it shows up in the pictures, you yeah. know
1: for sure. Oh yeah, and I mean I think I've seen, I couldn't tell you how many pictures of bridesmaids I've seen. Some with big buzies, some with small boozies, some with uh, no boozy support at all and going, <laughs> what is going on? We can't and I'm a small boozy person, I will say and if you don't know what boozies means, I mean breasts it's just my childish Australian way of talking about our breasts um, but you know it's funny because I, I saw some photos recently of a, a, a dress that clearly needed some buzzy support and they were not giving that girl the buzzy support and I was like oh my gosh firstly you should have probably gone along and had a a dress fitting but also (laughs) someone should have looked at her and gone this dress isn't the right shape for you and I'm sure she knew it Mm -hmm. and I felt this sort of sadness because I thought that was a special day and all I'm seeing is her lack of buzzy support.
2: Yeah and and it can be distracting too you know when when the dress doesn't fit a bridesmaid correctly Mm -hmm. Um, and the other piece of it too is you know if you're gonna have to shove out so much money you know all bridesmaids they have to kind of invest in your friend's wedding when it comes to like attending all of the showers and the bachelorette party and this and that and then on top of that you have to buy a nice dress and get the shoes and consider hair and makeup blah 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 you might as well be excited about the dress that you're gonna wear Mm -hmm. you know and feel good in it and think maybe i could wear this as a guest at a different wedding at some point or to another formal event or Or even if it's just for that one day, feel great in it and be excited to put it on. You're just not going to feel that way if, you know, if you're wearing a neckline that makes you feel like a football player or, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: (laughs) I think
1: gone are the days. It's really weird where you think about with the old adage that the bride should be the most beautiful and everyone else should feel a little less beautiful. And I just think, (laughs) oh, gosh, that's so snores. Everyone should be stunning and gorgeous and feel amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit... It's a huge day for the bridesmaids. I mean, they're seeing their best friend, their sister, um, walk down the aisle and get married. And it's, I feel like it's just as big of a day for them as it is the bride, essentially. so Everyone should feel important. <laughs> exactly, everyone should feel important. And now, in saying
1: that, I want to talk to you a little bit and coming back a little bit to what we were talking about in episode 268, uh, in the idea of group choice, and we talked a lot about people coming into uh, the the wedding dress fitting or the big selection process and how many people are too many and how many opinionated people are too many. When you have a gaggle of bridesmaids coming in to try on dresses, yes. tell me about the dynamic. Tell me about the alpha bridesmaid. Tell me about who makes decisions. Uh, do you hear things that potentially... Uh, you don't want to hear, or, you know, is there fighting? Are people sort of
0: passive aggressive? I'm thinking about a lot of things here. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an interesting experience. That's for sure. There are a lot of personalities that you're dealing with. um, Unlike a bridal appointment where you really are just focusing on the bride and it does depend too. It depends on if the bride is going the route where she is choosing the dress or dresses for the bridesmaids versus The bridesmaids are choosing their own dress. Um, That can really change the dynamic of things. But when you're catering to just one person and their needs, it's completely different to having to cater to five or six different people. Um, You really have to play the people pleaser, um, which can be really difficult. And there always is that alpha bridesmaid, for sure, um, (laughs) who wants everyone to try on the styles that she's picking out or um, thinks that her style gown is so much better than everyone else's. She is.
2: she found the dress she made she's making the call. Yeah.
0: Yep. Exactly. Oh my God. And, and
1: then she, she's known the bride for the longest. So she gets the decision.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. And then you have those really timid bridesmaids who aren't going to say anything. They just want to make the bride happy. Um, so you just get this huge range of personalities, and it, it's a very interesting dynamic. And some bridal parties are great and really easy, and they just rummage through racks or rummage through their websites and find what they want and figure it out. But
2: Yeah, and I think there are definitely ways that the bride can make it easier on herself and her bridesmaids, mm-hmm. and there are ways to do it poorly, for example, the decision that I initially made, you would think that I'd never been in the wedding industry at all because it was such a bad decision. <laughs> um, I had a really short engagement and then told my brides, oh, like anywhere in this color range, pick whatever you want. Uh, I don't care where you got it. <laughs> uh, okay. And it, it you know, it seems like the most like go with the flow friendly, like, yeah, spend however much or little you want. But To be honest, it makes it harder on the bridesmaids Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10 because there are different levels of formality um, for dresses. And if you're choosing a color, um, you know, unless you're going to like a bridesmaid store, um, it's kind of hard to like just go to a retail store and find a a dress in this color range. And is it going to clash with the tone of the dress that the next person chooses? Or what if you and -and so-and-so pick the same dress? because you went to Target and what if those look really informal and then your girlfriend went online and got something way nicer and then it's all over Mm. the place or you know it can just it can just get really funky really fast and um,
1: that's being too bride chiller because I often get some people write to me and go we love bride chiller but you can get to the point where you're so bride chiller you're almost lax and then people get confused because you're giving them no
2: guidance because you're like hey I don't care everything's cool but then you're like I've made a big mistake. I needed yeah. to give more guidance. Exactly, and so things that you can do to kind of like give your, um, give your bridesmaids enough structure to where like it, it will like empower them to make a decision that they feel good about, but also um, like one that they know that you'll feel good about is like maybe you pick the designer um, and the color,
0: yes. and then they
2: pick the style that's why mix and match is popular because they know they're making the right decision because you gave them the guidelines that they need. You mm-hmm. know, um, or you pick the length um, and, you know, honestly, like it just helps if you pick the designer because then you know all of your dresses will be the right um, shades that, you, that you're looking for. It'll be the right um, level of formality amongst mm-hmm. them all. and um, And it still gives them options to... To choose, you know, what style. You know, I've had girlfriends say, "I don't care what fabric. You can do lace. You can do chiffon." And then it ended up being a mix of of different fabrics, and it looked really well cause, or it looked great because it they all went well together. So, um, you know, so you can still keep it pretty loosey goosey. So, someone if they don't really like the look of a flowy chiffon dress, which almost everybody loves it, but say you don't, you know, <laughs> say you you're more of a lace girl. You can still go with your style a little bit and um, you know, and find something that, um, again, that you're excited to wear. I
0: will say oh. that if one girl decides to wear satin or taffeta and oh. all the rest are in chiffon or lace, they are going to stand up in pictures like a sore thumb.
2: It's true. That shinier so you- fabric will kind of pop a mm-hmm. little bit.
0: Yeah, I
1: mean look, shiny, shiny, not for everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, I think you need if you're all going to go shiny, you just got to go for it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, you got to commit to the shine. If you're going to commit to the shine, just commit. But mm-hmm. you can't have everyone else in matte, and there's one girl in shine, <laughs> not look great.
0: Yeah, <laughs> look <laughs> at me and my shiny.
1: That should be a, that will be today's weird audio grab. You are listening to the, <laughs> the podcast. Look at <laughs> Uh, We are talking all about bridesmaid dress selection. We're going to go, uh, we're going to go a little further after the break. I want to talk a little bit about thinking outside the box with your bridesmaid attire. It doesn't always have to be dresses either. We're going to go a bit cray. I'm going to challenge uh, the lovely Danielle and Taylor from Kennedy Blue after this. Very short, but important, very important break. chillers. Are you having bridesmaids? Maybe you're not. Then maybe this episode isn't for you. But don't switch off because it's fun and entertaining and you'll always learn something at the Bride Chiller podcast. Danielle and Taylor, thank you so much for joining me again. I had such fun last time when you were on the show. We did too. Yeah, it was a great time. I learnt a lot and I felt like, uh, as I said, great feedback from the audience. And uh, look, I'd love to talk to you a little bit about adding a bit of flair. If you are going to go for the same, same dress, I don't mean, that's not a criticism, same, same, but if you are going to go for the dress to all look the same, how can people add a bit of individuality to each dress? Is it with an accessory? Is it different hairstyle?
0: Wigs? I don't know. (laughs) The more wigs, the better. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> like the, I don't know. the fluffy white ones, like from old time Oh, like
0: 1800s? Yeah, 1800s. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, like a bit of a, a Marie Antoinette. Yes, yeah. It really exactly. sets you apart for sure. Oh my God.
1: Let them eat cake. I would actually, you know, that's great. If you want to put your bridesmaids in Marie Antoinette wigs, I fully support that. <laughs>
0: I think you got of hit it right on the head there. I mean, we'd really recommend, yeah, just doing different accessories. You can always play up with like chunky necklaces. Hairstyles is probably a huge thing since every girl, their hair done differently. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep.
2: That's, that's super common. Or you can do head pieces. Like some girls are doing the flower crowns. Some just do a, you know, a unique accessory or different shoes Shoes, um oh let's
1: talk about the shoes because i have a story for you my friend i'm not going to name her because i don't know if her friend listens to this show so this is a very anonymous story but one (laughs) of my good friends is a bridesmaid in four weddings over the summer and one of the weddings they've had a shoe crisis and they have gone through about seven pairs of shoes. And by the end of it, she put her foot down on the weekend and went, enough with the fucking shoes. Let's just pick some shoes. I've got more to worry about in my life than shoes. And I said, <laughs> to be honest, you need to talk to the bride and say no one really is going to be focusing heavily on the bridesmaid's shoes. They might have a little glance, but it's probably not going to be the focus of the day. Just relax.
0: Yeah, I completely <laughs> agree. I mean, there's always like that one shoe picture. Where all the girls are lined up and they're either picking up their dresses and showing off their shoes or something that we that'll be the focus for thirty seconds. But other than yep. that I feel like just wear something comfortable. And they'll all be drunk at the end of the day carrying the shoes, so
1: who gives a shit to be uh, honest?
2: <laughs> You know you're
1: going to put on the dance floor later, so Yeah, keep them off. Do you think people become a little bit talking about things like shoes and these sort of decisions, and you were saying earlier on a little bit about the, not clashing, but sometimes there can be a, a strange sort of vibe if you're bringing people from lots of different parts of your life together, and that's not always the case. Sometimes all the bridesmaids know each other and bridesmen, um, and it all works, but sometimes there's a little bit of a weird power shift uh in the situation do you sometimes think little details become finicky annoying problems because of greater emotional things happening
0: that's really deep
1: (laughs) i'm sorry
2: i took it there but i'm not sorry because you know i love to go there this is what i do (laughs) i'm sure that that's when you have so many different personalities and of course the size of your wedding party can affect that too, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Is it a control like, control thing? Maybe it's like, I have to control something in this wedding. I'm going to make her get seven pairs of shoes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it might be a little bit of that. It might be a little bit of the bridesmaid thinks that she knows better, knows mm-hmm. how to put a wedding together better than the bride or would just do it differently and strongly mm-hmm. strongly believes yeah. That, yeah. that that matters for some reason. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and I think if you if you've kind of got a, a steamroller bridesmaid and you've got a really chill bride um you know that can just that can just happen from time to time it's it's really yeah it's really frustrating and it can be coming from all all kinds of baggage from whoever's story but that's where you know it's super important to just kind of lay out lay out the the details about what what's important to the bride regarding the bridesmaid's attire and then let the rest of it just be unimportant and mm-hmm. just kind of say, hey, I really don't care what kind of shoes you wear. Just find a shoe that's neutral. I think that's what that's what most brides are saying. Just mm-hmm. wear a neutral shoe that's comfortable, you know, and they don't even necessarily care to see the shoe as long as it's neutral. So I you just
1: I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I feel like the fuck you go. It's not it's really not the point of the day. And also find a shoe that's comfortable. I don't mean like a Nana shoe. I just mean, if you, if you're not used if you've got four women, three women, two women, 27 women who aren't used to wearing stilettos, or maybe one of them has never wear wears a heel, maybe just get a, get your negotiating on and find a shoe
2: that everyone can wear. Yeah. I mean, you're preaching, you're preaching to the choir because I wore um, a very high heel um, as a bridesmaid when I was 18 and passed out. <laughs> and I think it's because I had my my legs locked and I didn't realize it. And um yeah, god, that's, hang on, hang on. Go over too well. <laughs> when when oh my gosh, when did you pass out? At what stage? Um it was during the ceremony. <laughs> oh my god. No, and then I woke up crying because I stole the attention of the bride and groom and I was like, please everybody just stop looking at me. Oh no. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'll
1: just give oh me our thing. That's the message. Don't be wearing the stilettos or you'll end up on your ass in front of everyone. You poor darling. Not oh. worth it.
2: And so, you know, so then I make sure now when I'm in a wedding to hydrate, to have a good yeah, breakfast yeah. <laughs> and Where to just keep my knees you? bent and kind of shift a little, shift my weight a little bit when I'm up there.
1: <laughs> what happened after? How long? Oh, look, now I'm obsessed. I have to go back to the story. So you passed out, not to just go back to your, these memories. And then how you came to. And then what
2: yeah. happened? Well, so here's what happened. So I felt like I was going down. It was a family oh. wedding. Yes. And I started seeing, like, you know, black spots. And then the black just kind of <laughs> overcame my vision. And I was out. But um, my uncle, a couple of my uncles were there. And they had noticed that I was getting a little bit... Boozy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so they rushed over and caught me before I hit the ground total hero move. Wow. So I was actually taking steps towards, because I, the person I was standing next to, I said, I don't feel good. I think I need to sit down. And I was taking mm-hmm. steps towards the the little pew where I could sit and I didn't quite make it. And then my uncle ran and, and caught me. Um, and I think they paused briefly, but then kind of continued, but obviously it was a huge distraction. <laughs> <laughs> and so people were looking over at me and I was mortified.
1: Well look I think good on you uncle for, for watching the woozy and catching you. Yeah. And uh, well look that's life. People faint. That's what happens. Right? <laughs> but not I mean I, I mean I feel bad for you being in that situation. But I mean if they had to pause for 2 seconds, whatever it makes it memorable.
2: Yeah, definitely. I was I was known as the one who passed out on uh Great. The side of the family yeah. for a while. Right. That's going to stay with you. Well, look, that's a good
1: lesson for bend the knees, don't wear an incredibly high shoe. And then also you bring up a good point about what bridesmaids especially wearing throughout the day the functionality of the outfit is also a big thing and uh wearing a shoe that you're not going to die in and also a dress that you can dance in and we go back to good boozy support and underwear you've got to think through these things oh yeah let's talk about undergarments. let's talk about it i love talking about undies as we would say in Oz. let's get it talk about undies
2: go for it like okay don't get me wrong i'm on board with like you know some of those smoothing under oh, garments but there is. yeah like banks um, but there are things out there that exist that are so brutal we're talking about like pretty much like a modern day garter where you can't really breathe and you're concerned if you laugh too hard you're gonna break your ribs mm-hmm. yes just don't don't do that I just I honestly think nine times out of ten um it's it's gonna it's not gonna affect the way you look in the dress enough to be worth. Um, adding all of that extra pain and discomfort to your to your day you know and and also it can definitely cause you to pass out and um, lose your appetite because you you have no space in your you know in your stomach for adding any food you know so it 's just not it 's not worth it i I think you you can definitely have something that smooths you out, makes you feel good, but stay comfortable. I get the um I get the spanks with like the um the shorts, the little oh, yeah. shorts on them so that, you know, um I'm a little bit curvier so you know as I'm walking I don't have to deal with like chafing or anything. Mm-hmm. So that's wonderful. And you don't
0: have to worry about like those riding up at all or exactly. anything. So exactly. Yeah. Vulnerable.
1: So Yeah, I don't like anything up in my crack. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> years ago I'm sorry that's so crude. But years ago, <laughs> the g-string stuff like it's just I don't, I don't know if they're still in anymore but i like a good sensible pair of underpants now
0: yeah.
1: you know? i'm not saying like bridget jones i'm not getting that crazy but the idea of having something right jammed up there just doesn't float my boat anymore and i remember i went through a younger person stage i sound like i'm talking like i'm 73 um <laughs> I'm only I'm in my thirties. I'm not that old, but uh, there's this idea that you know you, ha- you you couldn't show any panty line or this sort of stuff. There are lots of great underwear out there, like you're saying, that even if you don't want the spanks, that you can get a nice no visible panty line underwear. That doesn't mean you have to wear a piece of string uh, or nothing. But maybe yeah. you want to wear nothing. I don't know, but yeah. uh, think about your choices.
2: Oh yeah, you can totally just go go freestyle it. Go mm-hmm. so, camera. You know, they have so many seamless under. Um, underpants now that you can you can wear just like your basic bikini cut um, is that what it's called bikini cut yeah I think it's yeah. a bikini it's like the regular yeah. yeah regular bikini cut but they have those like really really thin ones that you have no idea they're there wear nude it's basically mm-hmm. like you've got nothing on and if yeah. you
0: need the support
2: there are dresses that allow you to wear actual bras with them so that's <laughs> really oh wow no cool, so. You don't see that often. Yep, I know. Thank goodness straps are coming back, right? Yes. Because now you can you can really have that extra support, especially if you're chesty and you need it. Or you're not chesty. And you need it. And you
0: need <laughs> it. I can't hold anything up, yeah. so. I am
1: exactly the same, and, and that's the thing, Danielle. I, I was saying, uh, I, think, I think I mentioned last, did I mention it last episode, the fact that I had two dresses because I had a real change of heart. Um, prior to our wedding. And the first dress I was a strapless dress. And the real problem, even after alteration, because I'm not big in the boozy department, I felt that it was. Even if it was quite tight and firm and fitted to me, I just didn't feel comfortable swinging my arms around because I just thought I'm, I don't have enough to keep it all in place. And it wasn't super boned. And um, and in the end, the dress that I chose had sleeves, and it was little. It was a completely different dress. But I felt so much more comfortable and free with not feeling like I had to hitch something up all the time. And I feel like you watch people with ill-fitting dresses or dresses that aren't suited to their form. And they look uncomfortable or they are doing the secret hitch up, which is not really like
2: the sign of glamour in my mind. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And that totally applies to bridesmaid dresses too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're definitely
0: seeing bridesmaids – Um, floating more over to the trend of straps versus strapless, for sure. It really stuck with me. Your lovely
1: advice last episode that we recorded together was this idea of so many people cut out pictures in wedding magazines or save things on Pinterest, and they think, this is the dress, I'm going to wear this dress, and then they try it on. They're like, oh, this is not the dress for me. I probably (laughs) shouldn't, you know, never wear a dress like this again. But it's that idea of, of really trying something and then realizing maybe it's not it, and then trying something that you had no idea you'd ever put on and then you're like oh my gosh I feel like a million bucks you you would see that with bridesmaids a lot I suppose as well
0: oh absolutely bridesmaids definitely need to try things on I think in order to get an idea of what's comfortable for them what fits um one other great perk this leads in perfectly um with Kennedy Blue is that we do offer an at-home try-on service so all of our bridesmaids dresses um are available on the website to order samples of, so you can go on to kennedyblue.com, go to our at-home try-on section, and then all of our dresses will be listed there. You'll see that they're available in different colors, sizes, um, and then we actually ship them straight to your home um, to have kind of like your own at-home try-on party in the comfort of your bedroom. So you don't even have to step into a store or anything, which is really nice. We encourage girls to get together as a bridal party, pour some champagne, turn on music, and just really make a fun time out of it. So that's a good way to get all of your girls together, especially because Kennedy Blue is an online retailer. We are sold at the wedding shop, but that's in St. Paul, Minnesota. So if you're not there, you can't really try them on any other way. Um, So it's a really great resource for girls to be able to try on the dresses, see how they fit, see the comfort level. Um, before having to actually like commit to ordering something they've never seen in person,
1: yeah, and I recommend that you download a soundtrack uh, for this try-on. You do all <laughs> the moves that you're going to be doing, and as you said, mm-hmm. have a couple of glasses of champagne. Look after the dresses, for the love of God, they're not yours yet. <laughs> you know, make some shapes reach for the lasers, get it all happening, uh-huh. do some practice walks, even do some slut drops if that's what you want to do. Maybe that's okay. the sort of move you're doing.
0: Yeah, uh, you can also have fun with it. So.
1: Yeah, Kennedy Blue loves being associated with slut drops, what I keep saying that. <laughs> um, but we're feminist. We, we, like, we love Perfect. that. That's empowering. Thank
0: you.
1: So. Yeah, and if you've got the thigh, the capacity, I was trying to do them in the lounge room the other night, and I was wearing tracksuit pants, so I was, I was very obviously <laughs> – classy and i had watched a couple of youtube videos and maybe i'd had a couple of vodka sodas and i was saying to rich watch me do this and i'd go into the deep squat and could barely lift myself back up on the ground so you know (laughs) for people that can do them successfully more power to you (laughs) keep keep practicing we believe in you yeah thanks girl thanks a lot (laughs) thank you Um, What a delight it has been to share this time with you. Thank you so much, both of you, Taylor and Danielle, for joining me again. I feel like this should be a regular thing. I just enjoy your company and your expertise.
2: (laughs) Well, we're happy to be on the show, so anytime you'd like us back.
1: (laughs) Well, that'll be soon, no doubt.
2: Now, uh, just
0: give a little plug where we can find your wares and where we can get in touch. So you can check out Kennedy Blue Bridesmaids Dresses at kennedyblue.com. Um follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We're always posting fun updates and real wedding pictures, which is what our um, or what all brides and bridesmaids really like to see. So, um, check us out. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much. And uh,
1: until next time, like we always like to say, happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Woohoo.
0: The Bride Chilla Podcast. The only place a cookie cutter should be used is in the kitchen. Am I right?